RadioInfluence.com. This is the Cannabis Podcast on Radio Influence. It's an inside look and the scientific facts in and around the world of medical cannabis. Now, here is your host, Ian Beckles. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to the Cannabis Podcast. Uh, I started this podcast because... I needed to know a little bit more about cannabis, and that means THC, means CBD, it means hemp. And, you know, I opened up the Dignitary Cafe here on uh, West Shore in Gandhi, and hopefully you guys get a chance to, to stop by. We have coffee, we have some CBD products here, and uh, we're trying to, you know, give the masses of the Tampa Bay area the best product that we can, and so we're aligning ourselves with a few different companies, and uh, it's amazing at the, the amount of questions that I get about CBD and hemp and THC. And I'll be honest with you, I can't answer a lot of them because I don't have that much knowledge in that world. And that's why I'm trying to learn like you guys are. So, uh, you know, as we, as I do my podcast, I'm learning as we go along. So uh, hopefully you guys will learn something as well. Now, what I do is I try to bring the experts in here. And this young man here, uh, Shane Cox, who is the owner of Wholesale Hemp Farms. How you doing, brother, man? Doing good. Thanks for having me, Ian. Absolutely. So I met you a while ago, Shane. And first of all, you've been very helpful with us opening up the uh, cafe. I appreciate that. And uh, Wholesale Hemp Farms is uh, actually supplying us with our flour, which is we're putting our dignitary brand on it and that is bubblegum flavor was the first strain what do you know about what tell us about the bubblegum flavor correct uh bubblegum is our proprietary strain we grow at our farm it's our that's our most wanted product and most valuable crop so we've done it uh about four years in a row Mm -hmm. Uh, it's a it's a hybrid strain has a 60 percent sativa 40 percent indica you know, it's got a great feeling, makes you feel relaxed, nothing too intense. Uh, it produces a great profile. It smells great, tastes great. Uh, it's more of a high-end, kind of they call it maybe a boutique strain, mm-hmm. where in the past, hemp's kind of more side of the road. They don't really know what it is. It's more of a, of a ragweed. Mm-hmm. You know, as it evolves, I think they're making genetically better hemp, and that's kind of where we're at right now. And it's everything's like that. Everything kind of evolves and it gets better. I mean, well, yeah, everything does improve as they go. Becomes there's more science involved in it. Now, listen, I just came from Cure Leaf, and uh, and I got some Grape Diamonds, which was one of my favorite strains. We were talking about that earlier. Yes, sir. Mine you, as you well. Are you yep, familiar I with them? And uh, you know, you could ask you could ask them at at, at Cure Leaf. You know, what's the percentage? Because it's the same with hemp. Does hemp have a percentage? That's correct. So, for example, the t- a high THC on a cannabis strain would be in the thirty percent. Uh, the average strand for hemp, the percentage is going to be between 13 and 18%. Okay. Uh, but as we evolve and as we grow, uh, people are bringing the high-end strains, maybe the great diamonds. They're going to do just the opposite. We're going to try to get all that phenotype, the terpene, the profile, the mm-hmm. taste, but we're going to bring it into a hemp below the percentage of THC where we can grow it. So the industry is constantly trying to evolve and get the high-end recognized cannabis strains in the hemp field. So it's kind of, they go hand in hand because sure. they're obviously related uh, in that in that state. They're, they're cousins. No doubt. So I'm looking at your flyer here uh, of the, all the different strains that you deal with. And, uh, you know, you have bubblegum, uh, abacus, lifter, Hawaiian haze, gas hemp, 
Cherry Limeade, Bubba Kush, and CBG White. Now, if I if we broke down all the different strains, is 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 there a different feel with all the strains, and what what's the difference between them all, other than the way they're grown? Correct, one hundred percent. Each strand is going to give you a different feeling. So a sativa is more of a heady, uppy feeling. Mm-hmm. It's just like in the cannabis, where the indica is a little bit more in the couch, down in a little bit more relaxing. Uh, so each strand has its own specific uh, profile. It has its own attributes where it gives that different effect. So everyone has a different feeling. Some people don't like to be more relaxed or want to be more more energized. Mm-hmm. So each strand has its own. The percentages average between, like I said, about 13 and 20% on the high end. So it's going to be flavor, smell, just customer choice. We yep. just try to give them a great option and multiple flower options. Now, where, what is your background? I mean, I know you've been involved in, 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 in the hemp industry for a long time, and you're involved in this business. Are you actually growing the stuff yourself? I mean, where, where's your farms, first of all? Okay, uh, yes, we are. So we are not a middleman. We're not a broker. We, are, we own the farm, mm-hmm. and we own the distribution. Okay. So we're in partnership with Black Barn Farms. Okay. Uh, great, great family. The Johnson family have been up there in Kentucky a long time. So this is, like I said, this is our fifth year growing. And we met actually in my retail space. They came in and said, Hey, I'm a hemp farmer. I got hemp. And we kind of had a relationship, mm-hmm. a, a vibe. And uh, from there, we kind of formed wholesale hemp farms because they're really good growers. Okay. But they really don't want to market or do the sales part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, they know what they do well and they want to do that part well. Mm-hmm. So they brought me on and my team to do the sales and the marketing. And they're, they live local. I live local. It was just kind of a great combination. For us to, you know, team up. You guys heard me talk during the show about the Terp Pen XL, and I'm I'm not joking when I say that it's kind of changed my my smoking life because I used to just be the guy that's always rolling up and using papers or blunt rolls. I'm I find myself buying buying a lot less now because of the Terp Pen XL. I, the first time I tried dabbing, it didn't work that well for me. It was so much. It was like the apparatus was cumbersome. The Turp Pen XL is real easy. You pop off the edge and you just put a little shatter, crumble underneath it. It heats up and it's just, you puff it and that's it. You don't press no buttons. It's really, really easy. And, uh, it's, you know, it feels smooth. You don't get it. You don't cough a lot. It's just a nice, clean way of ingesting. And I've got a lot of my people and I've had them hit it and they're like, is this dabbing? I said, yeah, it's not like it used to be. And that's what's so great about Turp Pen XL. It's made dabbing kind of an everyday thing and it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier and a lot smoother. So if you think you're ready to take the plunge and get into that whole world with the Turp Pen XL, right now you can go to www.terppenxl.com and you can get 10% off using the discount code CANNABISPOD at checkout. Once again, www.terppenxl.com for 10% off using the discount code CANNABISPOD at checkout. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. Now, I'm going to get personal with you a little bit. If, you, if, you, if, you, if you're allowed to say, I can't say that, or you're allowed to do whatever. Sure, of okay? course. Uh, if somebody wanted to start up a hemp, wholesale hemp company, okay, how much money do you have to dig in your pocket to, to, to start up a company like that? Wow. So it would be hard mm-hmm. as a middleman or not a farmer. So we have the ability, we're, we're vertically integrated. So mm-hmm. we grow it, we cut it, we process it, and we sell it. Okay. 
most people get in the industry where they become the middleman. Uh-huh. They buy from the farm like us and maybe sell to a shop like Dignitary, okay. where in, in, in your case, we white labeled for you. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to bring you on. It was a great, you know, great Dignitary Cafe is a great place, great vibe. People want to be here and we want to be help the local people of the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. We're, we're Tampa Bay residents. Yep. So we, we just wanted to bring in a quality strain here with you. And from there, people can, you know, we're going to add more strains to your selection as well. Mm-hmm. So they have options. Sure. So to, I guess to answer your question, it would be really expensive, but also, I guess, what part do you want to play on the team? Do you want to be the quarterback? Mm-hmm. Do you want to, you know, everyone has a different position. But you linked yourself up with somebody who already was in the game. I got lucky. That's the way, that's the way to do it. Bottom line. Yeah. I mean, Correct. to start something anew would be almost impossible. It would be impossible. Yeah. Uh, there's hemp farms starting in Florida. Right? Mm-hmm. Actually, you could get ground level in Florida right mm-hmm. now fairly easy. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to be an uphill battle for the crop to really produce high quality hemp in Florida. Sure. With the temperatures and the and the dry and the rain, it's a lot of variables in, the, in Mother Nature sure. has control of that. So if they're not doing indoor or you know, a greenhouse situation, it's going to be an uphill battle for hemp in Florida, but I'm got my fingers crossed. No doubt. So do you grow hemp different than you grow marijuana? Absolutely not. Almost ad- exactly the same. Uh, it, their genetics are so similar. Mm. They're almost brother and sister. Sure. So, well, yeah. You know, this is amazing because people really don't have a lot of knowledge in hemp. They really don't. So this, my buddy Tony, we just here, Tony mm-hmm. Mayberry, good friend of mine, and we're talking about marijuana, and he was like, boy, look at all that. You just have big jars of marijuana. I go, that's hemp. He goes, what do you mean? I go, it's hemp. And then, so I was talking about him getting his, his card, okay? Mm-hmm. And he says, well, why would I do that? I go, well, if I mix this marijuana with this hemp, would you know? He goes, well, they don't look the same. And I, I put him, I gave that little that, that glass thing you gave mm-hmm. me with the light on it. I go, look through this. He goes, but that looks good. That looks, that's, I go, that's hemp. And he goes, no. I go, that is hemp. And like, there's no way to the eye anybody could tell. Would a farmer even be able to tell a difference? No. You know, honestly, no. Seriously. So I, some of this, again, it goes to back to genetics and the scientists mm. are smart now. They have an open door to evolve and do these studies and mm-hmm. crossbreed the genetics. Sure. So they'll take the cannabis genetic with the hemp and get the qualities they'd like. Sure. So they're really making it. They want to make it as close to cannabis. So do we. We want to be, our product wants to be top shelf. Mm-hmm. Crystals, green hair, uh, green, red hair. Sure. You want it to be really look the same. So and for a layman to look at two different buds, mm-hmm. it would be hard to tell the difference. You would tell the difference at smell and taste. Sure. But it, it would be hard. And the difference people don't know is really only the percentage of THC. Sure. When it's below, this, you know, the, the Farm Act mm-hmm. of 2018, 0.3 THC, that's what makes it hemp. Okay. When it gets above that, it becomes cannabis. Okay. Okay. So, you know, by the way, I went by uh, Cure Leaf today and, uh, and when I was saying I was try to take care of one of my peoples and they have that uh, grape diamonds. And uh, when I try to tell people I need to get their card, it, it makes so much sense now. It does. I, I paid $150 for an ounce of choice marijuana. That I mean, you know exactly what it is. Where it came from, how it was the grown. Not, they can't lie to you. They nope. can't. Nope. You get the stuff on the street. You don't know what you're getting. You have no idea. It makes it used to make sense. Now you you have to get your card. I've had my card, and I'll, I'll honestly, I didn't get it until 
Governor DeSantis implemented the being able to smoke flour or the yes, bud. That's right, yeah. Because the concentrates and there was no edibles at that time. Correct. So the way we went in Florida, we've opened up into that edible market. Mm-hmm. Love it. Me uh, too. And then as far as the high end flour, I'm a flour smoker. Yeah, so no doubt. the concentrates are a little too heavy, too much. Mm-hmm. But I, I love the way Florida's going. I'm hoping we're recreational soon. Well, I tell you, what, I have the Terp XL pen now. Oh. I, I was never in the dab world. I'm oh. in it now, bro. Yeah. I'm in it. I'm in it. <laughs> I'm in it. It's easy and it's clean and it's, it's a beautiful thing. You know thing. what? Um, my girl said uh, she tried to talk me into getting the Puffco today. Have you tried bro, the Puffco? I had it work for two weeks and it broke. Wow. Okay. I, I have it somewhere and I don't know how to fit. But this it was 300 terp, bucks. That's what I'm saying. That's what but This Turp Pen XL is, is easy. I'm going to look it up. It's boom. I'm telling you. That's, nice. that's the way to go. I'm telling you. Now, so you talk about the evolution of marijuana and hemp. Uh, the new thing is Delta 8. And I know you're getting involved with that. Explain exactly what Delta 8 is if you can. Um, the best I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, Delta 8 is actually THC. It's really similar to Delta 9 in the fact that it gives you more of a euphoric feeling Mm -hmm. where, as we were talking before, the hemp doesn't give you that heady high. Mm -hmm. It's no psychoactive ingredient in regular hemp. But what happened? We evolved. We extracted the molecule Delta Mm 8 out of hemp. So it's a Mm hemp-derived extract, but it's THC. So it's it's really similar. Mm -hmm. And we don't know how long it's going to be legal because it's posing a problem for the dispensary. Mm -hmm. This Delta eight. So what, what we do is we take from the farm, our biomass biomass, meaning the plant from the stalk up, no Mm -hmm. root. We take it and we convert it into a crude, which then forms a distillate. And then we either spray it on the flower, Mm -hmm. infuse it in any way we can on the flower, or then we make a gummy. Mm -hmm. As you know, the pens Delta eight is in every store on every you see it everywhere, and it's. But that's it's that scares me a little bit. It's it scares me because it's going to get regulated. Correct. Because I'm, 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 I'm going to say this, okay? Uh, I, I'm a, I'm an avid marijuana smoker. THC the whole nine yards. You know, CBD does not get you high. Hemp does not get you high. Delta eight gets you high. I agree. It's a little bit of the wild wild west right now. Exactly. It's a big gray area. The DEA and the government. Everyone's. It's it's on it's on their radar. Yeah. People notice it, yeah. Yeah. and some states are taking it by the by the horns and, mm. and just stopping it. They don't care what the federal. Sure. So I think right now we're at thirty eight states that Delta Eight is legal in. Oh really? And there's even some states like I think Las Vegas. I they control it through a dispensary, just like so okay. they considered it. That's where they're that's a at. Smart way to do so it. that yeah. may be where Delta Eight ends up in the True Leaf, the Cure yeah. Leaf, the Move. Sure. So. But eventually, I think it'll be regulated because it's it's too loose right now. That's but, the thing. But when they made that, when they wrote the farm bill of 2018, mm-hmm. they wrote in the language, hemp extract. Sure. So what? Yeah. So technically, it's a hemp extract. Well, I tell you what, I think I'm curious in to get into some of that uh, Delta 8 flower and put the dignitary label on that. Nice. Right now, we have uh, the drip products that are selling Love really it. well. They're, Great they're product. Good Great product. brand. Yeah. Uh, we have another product, Rose uh, Brazers. Uh, they have the uh, the vape uh, as well. So if you want to try out some of those products, we have it here at the Dignitary Cafe, 4817 uh, Southwest Shore. Uh, I appreciate all the help you've, you've given yeah, us out here. Appreciate and, uh, you having you know, me. It's in. all about uh, relationships and as we go forward. 
board and we're all growing and life is good. You yes, know? sir. So uh, we got Shane Cox, the owner of Wholesale Hemp Farms, and uh, doing a good job of helping out all the, a lot of these local companies, and that's that's what it's all about. And, and anybody wants to hit me up and contact me, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Make sure you're listening to the other podcasts as well, at Beckles and Retro Show, uh, Monday through Friday on 620 AM and 95.3 WDAE from 3 to 7. I appreciate you guys listening in to get some education on cannabis and uh, marijuana and THC and hemp and Delta 8, and it keeps on growing. All right, everybody have a wonderful week. Get out there and smoke or ingest something delicious. I know I will. Peace out. For more information on medical cannabis, make sure to follow Ian Beckles on Twitter, at Ian Beckles. This has been the Cannabis Podcast on Radio Influence. This is a forking around town with Tracy Guida quick fix on Radio Influence. But I swear by your honey. I, I swear by it. I appreciate that so mm. much. Um, I get phone calls and people who come up to me on, at, at my markets who are repeat customers. And, you know, they they say very similar things. And I just, I'm just really happy that we're able to help, you know? Mm. I mean, it's. It's exactly what I want it to be. I want it to be the best product, and I want it to be able to help people without breaking the bank. And it works. I mean, like for me, for example, I was an idiot on how I hurt my shoulder. It was probably about uh, about six years ago. I worked at a restaurant. We had 30 beers on tap, and it was a Friday night. It was crazy busy, and one of our beers blew out. And we had this table of guys that were... Like they, they needed the keg to be changed. So I'm running around the kitchen asking, can anyone help? Cause we had this huge walk-in. So all the kegs were stacked yeah. and a keg is like 180 pounds yeah. and everyone was stressed out and busy. They're like, we don't have time for that. So I was like, shit, I don't want to lose. Like, I don't want these guys to get up and leave. Cause I was the bar manager. Yeah. So I went back there and I tried to lift the keg off uh. of the one it was stacked and it was like, I felt this pop in my shoulder and I was like, okay, that's not good, but it didn't hurt right away. About two days later, I woke up and I felt like I had zero motion in my shoulder. So clearly I tore my rotator cuff. Yeah. <laughs> and since then, I cannot lift my left arm above my head without excruciating pain. I struggle at the gym, everything. And sleeping was always an issue for me. I would go to sleep. I'd wake up three, four times a night almost in tears because it hurt so bad. I could never get comfortable. And I wasn't sleeping good. As soon as I started taking your honey, just... Half a teaspoon every night, I'm able to sleep eight hours without interruption unless my dog, of course, wakes up, which he does quite often. <laughs> he's, he's the only reason I wake up in the middle of the night now. Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.